Podcast, Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here, recapping another great weekend of college hoops. Um, I think the, my birthday weekend treated me pretty well. I did pretty well. I know you did pretty well. Really, the only two games you really fucked up were something I gave you. System play didn't come through. Yeah. Vermont did not come through a system play. Um, the other game I will speak of right now is um, UNO, UNLV goes into the pit and beats New Mexico as a 10-point underdog outright. Um, there is a, a, a scenario that could possibly happen, and it would be awesome. It won't happen, but UNLV is like actually like really talented. They beat Creighton in UNLV. Um, the Mountain West Tournament is played in Las Vegas. If UNLV can just put it together one weekend – which they're capable of doing. They're super talented. And they won in um if they won the Mountain West tournament, the Mountain West could get seven teams in the NCAA tournament. Potentially. That'd be insane. Which is not gonna happen. But whatever. It would be crazy. And then the other one is shout out to Indiana State. Ranked twenty third. First time Indiana State has been ranked since the Larry Bird days, since they made it to the national title game. Um, the only thing I'm worried about. So what you're saying is we need a future on Indiana State to win it all. I have a Final Four. I don't have a national title. The only shitty thing is they're gonna be the darling of everybody, and the darling that everybody loves never fucking makes it out of the first weekend. Every single year. But Connor, we got a ton of games to talk about, so let's just jump right into the ACC. We started off with the bang. Clemson gets it done on the road at Syracuse. They won 77-68. Basically, we're in control the entire way. And then at the end, it got close. Syracuse storms back. But at the end, P.J. Hall was too much. He's an All-American. He's a fun basketball player to watch. But Clemson gets it done, gets us the cover. Yeah, he came up with a lot of key plays for us. A few blocks that it was... If he doesn't come up with those blocks, I'm pretty sure either Syracuse was going to tie or was going to make a one-possession game. But, yeah, he came up clutch. Uh, Shout-out to Gerard reaching 2,000 career points against his old team. Yeah, he, he, only, uh, he only played for you for four years. And uh, what's his MO? He can shoot. Let's just leave him wide open. I mean, it was good for us. Yeah. But it's like, you know this guy. <laughs> it's... You saw it literally in practice for four years, and you just left him like wide open. It just, yeah, it was. Uh, Syracuse's team that uh, 
Record might not show. I know they're fifteen and nine, but they're very, very scrappy, especially in the dome. But it's hard to go up against the Clemson team. They really, really trying to secure their spot in there into the tournament. I mean, now this one, this next one's a very big like CLV game. Um, North Carolina beats Miami by three. Line closed at four. We called it at three on the show, so I pushed. I know you weren't a part of it, but you ended up live betting and cashing because you got the minus one and a half. Yeah. But as yep. for the show, we ended up getting a push there. I know it closed at four. I called it at three. We'll take the push. Virginia. Yeah, not gonna bet or I'm not gonna bet UNC on the road anymore. That was too crazy. That was too close. Virginia gets it done on the road at Florida State. They win eighty to seventy six. Don't look now. The Cavaliers are nineteen and five, ten and three in conference. They get North Carolina at home. They do have to go to Dur- to Durham to play Duke, but that is the game before Duke is going to going to host Chapel Hill for the rematch of Duke North Carolina. Could be a look ahead spot there. There is potential that this Virginia team can win the ACC. I mean, I know I've talked shit on him. I know you've talked shit on him. But if you just go down 1 through 15, Tony Bennett's 10 times better of a coach than anybody in this conference. I trust him right now. I think his Virginia team is rolling. Fortunately, they don't have a lot of key wins, so they'll probably be a low seed. But, yeah, shout out Would to Would you Cavaliers. say Bennett is the best coach in the ACC right now? Oh, not even close. I wouldn't even put anybody in the stratosphere. I mean, the next closest. I mean, the only is Hubert probably. Hubert's terrible. Hubert sucks. I know, but he's at least made it to a national championship. What does anybody else? Well, Larnaga had Miami in the final four last year too. And Mason in the final four. I don't think Hubert Davis is a good coach. Yeah. But he did no, the I know title. you don't, but I'm just saying by accolades. Yeah. He's probably second. John Shire's won a national title. Yeah, but what has he done as a coach? Yeah, that's true. Kenny Payne. We'll talk about him in a little bit. God. No, but I think it's... Give him an extension. I think there's a pretty significant difference. Tony Bennett is a really good coach. Um, I'm still not a fan of... does help when McNeely goes five for seven from three. I bet this. I don't know if you did. I called it on the show. He couldn't fucking miss. And... To be honest, with I you, had it. To be honest with you, this score is deceiving. Like Virginia was up ten to fifteen the entire way and kind of pissed it away towards the end, but still got the outright win. Um, I'm just gonna get to this one. It's the late one though, but I'd mentioned his name. Louisville seventy nine, Georgia Tech sixty seven. I knew there was a reason Louisville was favored, but I couldn't pull the trigger. Louisville's three and ten in the ACC. Watch out for these Louisville Cardinals. Yeah, whopping eight and sixteen. Uh yeah, I I don't know what's going on. Give Kenny Payne an extension. Uh yeah, I I, I I don't know. I ain't have any eyes on this game. I know I've probably talked more shit on Louisville than anyone. But yeah, congratulations, you're winning games. Hopefully it gets you 
I don't know. No, I don't know. No, get him out the door. What would the fan? Exactly. That's no, what I thought. Louisville's too good of a program to be in this situation. Um, they're just for betting purposes. They're not. Bring auto-fade. back Patino. Yeah, they're just. They're not an auto fade. That's just. They're. Yeah. They've they're gotten not. out of that. They're still bad. Just don't auto fade them blindly. Duke covers against BC. They get a or. They cover the 12 and a half against Boston College. Nice get right win. BC's not very good, but you took care of business at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you were right on this one. I didn't bet it, but you picked this this side. Uh, Wake, 83. NC State, 79. The number was 8. NC State gets it done. They get the cover. I didn't bet this one. I yeah, I wish I, w- I wish I would bet it, but I, I mean, I was right. And, I mean, NC State was up in this game, I thought, and – yeah. Oh, yeah, they were up at half 45-39 and then just kind of let it go away. But, yeah, I then, I don't know how I thought that was too big of a number, but it was. And then lastly, I had no eyes on this game, but Notre Dame was five-and-a-half point dogs. They get it done against Virginia Tech, 74-67. to They went out right on the money line. Um, Micah Shrewsbury is a good coach. That's all I can say there. Uh, Virginia Tech basically. Uh, this is the first time I've seen this score, so yeah, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, Virginia Tech, like now, you got to win the tournament. There's, if you want any shot of getting mm-hmm. in, you got to. Um, we called this one in the Big 12 Iowa State 71, TCU 59. They cover that eight. That number ended up dropping towards the end. Uh, this Iowa State team's really fucking good, dude. I think we both placed features mm-hmm. on them to win the national title. It's hard to envision it. Yes. But this team's a little bit different from last year, and they're super well coached. Yeah, this is a very, very fun team if you have not been able to watch Iowa State. They don't have the marquee star or the person. I mean, they don't really have the gay bucket guy, but they're just a good all-around team. And I know last year the problem that we had with them was on the road. That issue is not there anymore. And... Yeah, this is just a very, very well-coached team. Uh, um, I think this is going to be... How do you pronounce it, the coach's name? Uh, Otzelberger. I always fuck it up. Yeah, this is probably his last year there, right? I don't know. I got. It depends on what job's open, because, I mean, I always say it's not a... Like, he's in, like, I know when we talk college sports, you think of it in the football perspective, like, he's in the conference. Yeah, you're right. And, I mean, he's got them at their best. But also, was he coaching them when they were like, no, it's uh, second what year. was it? It's a second year. Okay, I was going to say, because before, they, what were they, like, 0-12? Or they were, there was, yeah. like, one year in the Big 12, they didn't win a single Big 12 game, right? Yep, and then he took over last year and got him to the tournament. Okay. So, I mean, I could say all that, and then Louisville. But like, if a Michigan or an Ohio State or a Louisville, yeah, get open, they could easily take him, don't you think? Yeah, I, I, I guess I shouldn't have said they're in the conference. They might be in the conference, but they might not have the money that the Big Ten and the SEC do because of football. So yeah, he could be gone. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd love to see him stay though. Um. This one kind of sucked. Kansas 64, Baylor 61, Kansas wins. In Fall Gallon, they do not cover the six. They just 
I don't know if you watched this. When I don't know if you were still here at my house, but they just played with their food the entire way. Like they they had it in control the entire way, and then just pissed down their leg at the end, and Baylor got the cover. There was actually a moment. Oh, I do. Sorry, there was yeah, actually. Yeah, I do a, remember this. A moment at the end where Kansas was shooting free throws, missed it, and you're like, "I'm praying for Baylor to make the game tying three to go to OT to get the cover," but it doesn't end up happening. It's a good win for Kansas. Baylor's a good team. Just kind of fucked around a little bit. They were up ten to six the entire way, and then just at the end, Baylor got the cover. We were on the right side. Yeah, they were up uh, 11 with 6.35 left in the second half. And, yeah, like you said, just kind of pissed away. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Baylor Baylor is a team that I still can't understand. Yeah, makes no sense. Like, they're 6-4 and in the Big Ten, or the Big 12, 17-16 overall, but just they win some games where they should they were in control, and then away games where you think they have no shot, they're competitive. But you can't ignore the coaching advantage that they do have. It's just the team itself might not be as good. Yeah. Um. This one. Country roads, <laughs> they fucking suck. Texas blitzes West Virginia 94 to 58. They cover the 13. They were up. I mean, it was like that. It was, they were up 20. I just kept telling you what the, or like, oh, West Virginia's down 26. Oh, West Virginia's down thir- 32. It's just like, shut up. They, they are not well coached. They will be in the market for a new coach. You got to give the interim guy a shot. He's just not it. Um, they'll be in the market. Mm-hmm. That they're don't bad. worry. They're gonna get Boston's coach. Boston. Oh, what the fuck? Celtics. He could be a guy though. Like he played in the NBA. It worked for Juwan Howard for a minute. <laughs> and, and we'll get to them later. But um, Cincinnati fifty or sixty-seven. Cincinnati sixty-two. Um, line closed at five. It was a push. I think I. Picked Houston on the show. I didn't bet it. Might lay in the points. You were on Cincinnati. You would have got the win there. Um, Cincinnati scrappy. That home environment was rocking. Really, Houston got out to a big lead early, and if it wasn't for that, I think this final score could have been a little different. Yeah, it, Houston games are so fucking weird to watch. Especially... Uh, more specifically, I mean, this game was very weird that it see, there seems so so many times that it's like, has anybody scored in the last, like, five minutes? Like, Houston's so dominant on uh, defense, but, man, when those shots really aren't hitting, they're, they're not very good at being able to pull away from teams. And Cincinnati was very, very live in this game. I mean, they were up, uh, they were up at half, but I don't know. I ha- I know your feelings about Houston, but I'm a little bit worried about them. I understand they probably, but by metric standards, have the best defense in the nation. But man, the offense at times it just seems. It seems so hard for them to get buckets sometimes. They go through some lulls. 
and they're very similar to mm-hmm. BYU, but the difference is they play tenacious defense, but that doesn't always win you game in March. Um, since he's got to get some wins down the stretch here, though, if they want to make it in March, I think they're a good team. I think they should be in the tournament, but unfortunately, you're playing the toughest conference. It's not easy to get any wins. Yeah. Depending on what number you got, I didn't bet this one either, but Texas Tech, 66, UCF, 59, number closed at 7.5. UCF, you know, a good job by Johnny Dawkins. I don't. I didn't expect them to win very many games or even be competitive in games, especially on the road. But, you know, they're not they're not awful. They're 4 and 6 in the Big 12, 13 and 9 overall. Good first season. This was going to be a tough one. We knew the football program would be at least competitive. I didn't expect the basketball team to do anything. Especially in the Big 12. Yeah, uh Unfortunately, got screwed by this by half a fucking point. Uh, yeah, UCF is... I know West Virginia is probably the worst team in the conference. And UCF is... They gotta be second, right? No, UCF is... Anybody? UCF is third Oh, last. I forget about Oklahoma. Oklahoma State's technically yeah, Oklahoma the worst. State. But still, this UCF team is scrappy as hell. Uh, I know that they've had their moments where they've gotten completely blown out by superior competition, but against the middle of the conference and at home against the the much better uh, competition, they're very good. So I know this isn't a team that it has any tournament hopes this year, but I mean, if he keeps building something there, maybe the jump up from the uh, American to the Big Twelve can help this basketball program because weren't they just god awful last year? Yeah, in the American. I mean, they're, I mean, probably middle of the pack of the American, but this, I mean, going from the American to the Big Twelve, that's a giant fucking move. They can screw somebody in the first round of the tournament. Oh yeah, of the uh, of the Big Twelve tournament. Oh yeah, and it'll probably it could be a team that's competing for a tournament. Hope I mean, they might get ten teams in. They could fuck up Texas. Maybe Texas might still be safe, but they fuck could up be Texas Tech. Yeah, one hundred percent. Didn't totally forgot this game happened. Oklahoma sixty six, Oklahoma State sixty two. Uh, Sooners are laying eleven and a half. Oklahoma State gets the. Cover there. I didn't bet this game. I would have. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this was just. This was my worst bet of the weekend. Yeah, uh, I got this at twelve and a half, and yeah, never had a fucking shot. BYU seventy-two, Kansas State sixty-six. Kansas State covers the eleven. I'm sorry for anybody that backed BYU. They were up nineteen with like six minutes left, and Kansas State completely backdoored it. BYU super hard to win it to beat in Provo. And Kansas State's, unfortunately, just not very good. No. Uh, it sucks. I love Kansas State. They've been my, for like, adopted them as my Big 12 school. Last year was, was so much fun. It was amazing with Noel and uh, Keontae. But man, this team is far from that. Uh, 
it was like crazy when we were watching Georgetown and like we saw Masood and it's like God, he should be back at Kansas State. And then just talking about how they completely fucked everything up with Tomlin. Yeah, it's just. Oh, so I don't know. Speaking of Masood, to the Big East, Connecticut eighty nine, Georgetown sixty four. Georgetown was not live in this game. They could not cover. I tried to tell you. <laughs> I got good CLV on this too. It closed at sixteen. I got seventeen and a half right when it opened. Well, uh, you know, I had the stats to back me up on this one. Georgetown sucks. Georgetown yes. sucks. And Connecticut just went in there and just beat the brakes off of them. I I know Ed Cooley took that job. He wanted to follow Coach Thompson. His footsteps, he was a mentor to him. He was the first black coach at Georgetown, and it means a lot to him. His daughter goes to Georgetown, but it's just sad to see like what's happening there. I mean, they are one and eleven in the conference. They're pro- I don't know if they're going to win very many more. They might have one they could squeak out if they play DePaul again. But it's going to. I still think Cooley's a good enough coach. It's just going to take him a minute. And he's got to get some other guys in there. That team is just not talented at all. Yeah, I know you're more into college basketball. I wasn't fully expecting Cooley to turn it around in a season. I think you probably, I think you're on the same side as me, but you also thought that they would at least be like scrappy enough that at the end of it, maybe they're, it's just they're on the outside looking in for the tournament. But I thought it was going to still be a while, especially get like, get guys in there and everything like that. I know in this day in college sports with the transfer portal, it is a lot easier to turn over a roster. But, man, as bad as that Georgetown team has been, I thought it was going to take a lot longer. I I thought it would be, like, similar to what Rick Pitino's doing and just be, like, floating with the bubble. Okay. But I didn't think they were going to make a tournament by any means, but... I didn't expect them to be this bad. I mean, they're 186 in Kempom. That's not good. No, I, I get it, but, I mean, it's a lot better than what they were last year. No, that's not really saying a lot, but... It, it's better than they were last year. I will say that. But give them, give them time. Yeah. I still think they're, they got a, good, a really good head coach. Um, we cashed on this one. Creighton 78, Xavier 71. Xavier jumped. On Creighton early, it was like 14-4, to 16-4, something like that. But after Creighton settled down, I mean, what what were we at one point? Like 0 for 8 from deep? It was bad at first. Yeah, it was. It was. But then Creighton kind of j- completely flipped the script on him, and I think we went in a half with a pretty decent lead. Yeah, um, Xavier... I know doesn't I know we were talking about them. They had a lot of uh lot of injuries. So the talent really isn't there, but man, they can still fight like hell with anybody in this conference. Um but just at the end of it, the talent's just gonna overwhelm them. Uh 
But yes, it, it was. It was very scary when we were watching this. Like, oh shit, Xavier's not going away. But then once the shots started falling with Creighton, it you could see just like this is the team that we kind of thought they were. I know they're still missing. I mean, like Nem Hart's at Gonzaga and. Uh, Kaluma's at Kansas State, but still, this is a very good team, and I mean, Big Calk was cooking. Yeah, I, I, I'm not giving. A, I don't like. I'm. Uh, it sucks. I. We could basically rip up our future on the win the title, but I think they can make. I'm it. not giving up. I'm gonna believe in them. I still think they're. They got a lot of fucking talent, but I'm still trying to ride out my Kentucky one, which just looks like absolute <laughs> shit. Yeah, we'll get to them here in a little bit. But uh, unfortunately, Connor, for you, but you did make it up live betting this one. Butler 75, Providence 72. They could not cover the five and a half. I end up live betting their money line too. Wild fucking ending to this game. Butler's up one. Yes. Chris Floyd tries to go up for some wild fucking dunk that it he almost cat uh he almost got it. <laughs> But luckily, he was trying so hard to catch a bot. You just don't see that, like in the last seconds of a game. But he gets blocked. Butler makes a free throw. Devin Carter misses the game tying three at the buzzer. It was a prayer at the buzzer. Um, dude, Butler. I hope Butler gets in, man. They play fucking hard, and I love Posh Alexander, and I love Thad Bonnet too. He's a damn good basketball coach. Any school would be lucky to have him. I hate you. I hate you. Um, yeah, I am firmly uh, firmly rooting for this Butler team. I know Lenardi had them as like last four in. I really, well, every single year we've had somebody in the play in games and those 11 seeds make a run in the tournament, right? To at least the Sweet 16? I believe so. Or am believe so so maybe if maybe if butler does play in that game it gives them enough to go all the way to the sweet 16 i don't know if i'm willing to go that far but yeah thad's got a good team here he's he's coaching out of his mind it seems like and yeah i i'm firmly behind this team I will say they do have a pretty good chance down the stretch to improve their seating and even just completely punch their ticket. They get Marquette at home, Creighton at home. You could lose both those games, but they're at least both in Hinkle. And that's a tough place to win. I mean, the line says it all. Like, Marquette opened as a three-and-a-half-point favorite tomorrow. And then they get Creighton at home Saturday. They're at Villanova, which is a winnable game. They're at Seton Hall, which is a winnable game. They host St. John's, winnable game. The last two games of the season are DePaul and Xavier. And you get Xavier at home. So, I do think they're going to be in the tournament, and I do think they should be fine. Now, this one fucking sucked. I ended up betting. I bet this one. Marquette, 86. St. John's, 75. Marquette covers the 8.5 after St. John's was up 15 in the first half. They were up 9.5 with, like, a couple minutes left in the second half. They were up 13. But St. John pours it in late and gets the cover, and I'm – I'm really n- not hopeful for St. John's to to make the tournament. Like to be honest with you, one, two, three, four, five, six. They've lost six of eight. 
schedule down the stretch. To be honest with you, like they I, just have Creighton. I don't know, man. I don't I, think they're. If I remember, I don't think they're winning t- tomorrow against Providence at Providence. That's such a hard place to win. You get Georgetown twice. I know it's a two-point spread right now. You get DePaul. You do get Seton Hall, but then you got to go to Hinkle as well. And I don't know if they're winning that one. I would be, to be honest with you, I think St. John's is going to be on the outside looking in. I pray to God it doesn't happen. But to be honest with you, this team is just not very good. We need the run in the tournament. They're going to be playing in, wait. MSG. Big East. Okay, it is. So, basically home court for St. John's. I'm not going to count them out. By any means, but I do understand that it is like the chances are very dim. You like your best hope is you need to win that. I don't think you need to win out, but you need to win that Creighton game. Yeah, one thousand percent gonna win that Creighton game. Um, again, there's just a bunch of mid-major all stars, and to be honest, I just don't think they're very good. I just think the reason they're like without Patino, this team is I don't know. They might have like nine, ten wins. They're probably like floating around where Georgetown is. They lost a lot of talented guys. Like you look, Posh Alexander, one of the best butler players. David Jones scoring twenty yeah. points a game of Memphis. AJ Soar is the leading scorer of Wisconsin. Like the only guy they retained was Joel Soriano. Everybody else is transfers. They still got the best like Say what you want. Like, everybody's going to call me dumb for this. Like, he's still the best coach in the Big East. Like, don't tell me Danny Hurley because he won a national championship last year. He's been – we were talking about him before last year getting fired if they don't do well because he was a joke because he couldn't get out of the first round. Mm-hmm. And now he won a national title and he's the best coach in the in that conference. No, Rick Pitino's got two national titles at two different places. I'm not debating that one. Um, Yeah, hell of a coach. I hope to see him in the tournament, but we'll see. Let's go to the Big Ten. This one was scary, but ultimately cashed. System play. Michigan State, 88. Illinois, 80. They cover the three and a half. They were, that was a dogfight the whole way. Anytime Michigan State punched Illinois in the mouth, they had an answer. Illinois would get up eight. Michigan State would cut into it. Illinois would get up eight. They would cut into it. But eventually, Tom Izzo and the boys pulled away. It's a good win. It's a really good win. I think that's probably... Like, as long as they tread water, that was a big enough win to get them in the tournament. Yeah. um, Definitely seeing glimpses of, like, why you thought before the season Michigan State could be a Final Four team or even a team. That was also not a hot take. They were preseason top five. Like, everybody. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, this season's had a lot of ups and downs for them, especially when you start the season off with a home loss to James Madison. Well, it kind of turns out James Madison's pretty good. But they've had a lot of twists and turns, but the talent and what they were last year, which was a team that had Kansas State on the ropes in the uh, – was it er, – in the Sweet 16, right? Mm-hmm. Sweet 16. So, I mean, this is a very good... 
I don't know why I gave myself a thumbs down. So this is a still a very good team. I don't take anything away from Illinois because, I mean, they're still a hell of a team. And especially when Shannon's dropping 20, 28, like I, this was a game that Michigan State just needed more. Yeah, I think it's the perfect analysis of it because they definitely did. I've been waiting for this mm-hmm. one. My God. Oh, H-I-O. Carter, the Buckeyes get it done. My Buckeyes. I have faith in them. At home against Maryland Turpins in overtime. They win 79-75. to Go Bucks, baby. O-H. I hate you. <laughs> just, just me and my Buckeyes. They finally get a home win. Um, I don't know if all Buckeye Nation really wanted them to win this game because I think they want a better reason to fire no. Chris Holman. But, I mean, good win. Thought it was a good spot. Maryland's tough. Not not a very good team on the road. That was basically my handicap. No, you're right. Um, but it, it shouldn't have even came to overtime or even double overtime. Maryland was, for the most part, in control of this game. And, yeah. They were the better team. I just yeah. thought... I just yeah. thought, again, with the combination of Maryland on the road, Chris Holtman, I show him a lot. He's not a bad coach, but he should not be a coach in the Big Ten. Like, he's he would probably be a very no. good mid-major coach. No, so, I think what like there will be an, a time that we see Holtman pop up somewhere. It just, it's he'll be not like, at Ohio State. He'll be like the 12 seed that everybody's scared to play out of the SoCon or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, good call on this one. I was, I think I was reluctant, and then you talked me on the or talked me over the edge. Nebraska just beats the piss out of Michigan, seventy nine fifty nine. Because we don't care about any about that whole state of Michigan, Connor. Me, us Ohio State fans. I still need to get a block, recording of this just so I could play it. But yeah, not um, not even a game. Yeah, I mean, I when we recorded, I still don't know why fan or DraftKings had that line drop from like nine to seven and a half, but immediately jumped on it. Yeah, Michigan's just bad. Uh, Jawan Howard's days. Ah, I know I fought back on it when we talked about it before. Jawan Howard's days are numbered. He's good. This He's team's cooked. quit. And they're really not like yeah, it's just not good. They're really not like that. Like there is talent on that roster too. He's just not like you can even see the difference. Like Phil Martelli was coaching beginning of the season, they were like competent, and then as soon as Howard came back, like glad he's okay. He had a medical issue, but they suck. They were up. The Rats was up thirty at one point. Like this wasn't even a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I probably should tell you now because the number might rise. Did you see? what the spread is tomorrow for them. No, I haven't been able to look at... Oh, God. Yeah. For the Illinois. I got it at 15. It's at 16 still. And Doug McDaniel again... I can can still get 15 and a half. Yeah, I already jumped on it. He still can't play on the road. So, like, if Nebraska did this to them, the only way this is not covering is if Illinois, like, benches everybody with 10 minutes left. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean... 
Underwood, wow. what you should do is do the Danny Hurley and leave Donovan Klingon in there to the end of the game. Just play him the whole way. <laughs> and then not put in the walk. Put in the backups with like two minutes left. Here's and a- then not even put the walk-ons yeah. in until like 30 seconds. Yeah, here's a here's one of our backup five stars. Let's let him go in the game. Like, fuck you. Um, didn't bet this one. Um, did not see it coming, though. Rutgers 78, Wisconsin 56. Wisconsin starting to slide a little bit right after I placed a future on to win the national title at 40-1. to Probably get really, really good odds yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. It's it's not looking good for the Badgers, man. It, we, uh, we were scared to bet it, but we did feel like Rutgers was the right side. But... Man, I didn't expect this. Like, I remember when we saw the score, like, are you fucking kidding me? They're just, what is this? Like, is this like three losses in a row? Yeah, three straight losses. Four straight losses, my Four straight. Yeah. 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 Beat me. Yeah. Destroyed Michigan State at home and then lost at Nebraska. Loss at home against Purdue, which, I mean, that's not really that bad. But then, loss at Michigan, and then destroyed at Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's still going to be a playoff team, or a playoff team, tournament team, but they really need to ride the ship. Yeah. Or right the ship. Uh but guess what? You you get to write the ship against Ohio State on yeah. in or at home at least. Yeah, get right so. spot. Um, Purdue covers against Indiana at home. They cover seventeen points. They went seventy nine fifty nine. Indiana, you can't even cover seventeen points. It was eighteen at one point against your rival. I know it's on the road. I know it's Purdue, but like this is very similar Yikes. to the Louisville thing. Like you. Should not. This shouldn't ever be a seventeen-point spread against your rival. Like this is Indiana. You're blue blood. Like Mike Woodson, they kind of rode the coattails of TJD for a couple years. That team has got a five-star. Two, actually, he's got Mackenzie McJabo, five-star, was committed to Duke. Phil Pauski comes back. He goes to Indiana. Khalil Ware, five-star from Oregon from a year ago. Yeah, he might have been. He's been honestly the only bright spot. Xavier Johnson, your leading scorer from two years ago, who didn't play last year, like you have talent on this roster. He's you're just he's just not a good coach. Like if if you honestly take the talent from the Big Twelve and the Big Ten, it's not that big. Difference is, Big Ten got a lot of bad coaches. Big Twelve got a lot of good coaches. It's about yeah. Uh, I think I don't think it will be this year, but Woodson, I think will be. Firmly on the hot seat going into next season. Unless they get a little bit of like a hint that Dusty May, FAU's head coach, could be on his way out, have a leg out the door. I know he just got an extension last year. Then they will pull the plug because they don't want anybody else to grab him because he's an Indiana guy. It just makes the most sense. But I think a lot of Indiana fans kind of want the like the chair kicked out under, under him and just completely – like you have no shot at the tournament, just com- basically just lose out, and maybe he could go there, and I think he would do a phenomenal job there. 
to the Pac-12. We called this one. The Cougars get it done. Washington State beats Oregon on the road, 62-56. to We did not need that three-and-a-half points. I took the three-and-a-half points. But, yeah, this, Kyle Smith's a really good coach. They're a game out of first place in the Pac-12 behind Arizona, and I do think they still play them. I don't – I think it's on the road, though, because they beat them at home already. Yeah, they play – they play at Arizona. No, actually, no, they didn't. I mean, the schedule, the schedule is not too bad. Home, uh, next game home at Cal or home against Cal, home against Stanford, at Arizona, at Arizona State, home against USC, uh, home against UCLA, and home against Washington. So, like that Arizona game is only really marquee. I will say, like. We'll get to UCLA in a little bit, but yeah, I mean, well, I think this was more of actually no, we love this Wazoo team, but we've also been calling it for the last couple weeks. I don't care what their fucking record is. Oregon is fraud. Oh yeah, they're not good. Sixteen and eight, and no, no. Yeah, do not. I do not let. I don't get. Don't. No, don't let them in. Don't let them in. I don't care. No, no, no. There are a lot more teams, a lot more deserving. Give me Butler before you give me Oregon. Yeah. Give me St. John's before you give me Oregon. Give me Drake. Give me Chattanooga. Give me UNC Greensboro. Like, they're on par with those SoCon teams. They're not – like, Princeton's a better basketball team than them. You're not going to convince me otherwise. And they're not going to get in unless they win the Ivy League. Oh, God. Like, it's not happening. Man, but here, I will say, here's the problem. Oregon's schedule is not that tough. Uh, You're at Oregon State, at Stanford. Well, Stanford's frisky. uh, At Cal. Oh, they're at Stanford? Yeah. That's a loss. They're 100% going to beat them. At Stanford, home against Colorado, and home against... All right, they'll probably... They won't win a game in March. I mean, their best win is they did go to Wazoo and win. They beat Georgia on a neutral. They beat Michigan, which, I mean, that doesn't mean shit. Like, they don't have a lot of good wins. So, they're... They got their ass handed to them by uh, Syracuse. Yeah, I... I still don't think they'll get in, but I will say, on the flip side, I think Kyle Smith's a really, really good coach. And if you get a chance, check out a Wazoo game because this kid, Miles Rice, he's a freshman. He was on the team last year, but only played in one game, so redshirted. Super, super t- fun. Super, super talented. He was like a three-star recruit, and he's basically willed this team into the NCAA tournament. I think Wazoo's going to be fine, and they're going to be a team I'm going to love to back in March. They could possibly be, I don't know, with that win, they might be on the last four buys. But depending on what happens. Lenardi's had them on the bubble. I just can't remember exactly which side he had them on. But I think, like, with this win, it should put them in one of the in categories. Yeah, because this isn't just, I know what Connor just said and what I just said. Sounds like like we're going against what we just said about Oregon being bad. Still, when you go on the road, that's still a quad one win. It's a top 75 team. Mm-hmm. So 
That's a big one. And I, I, yeah, that's going to put, they were on the, they were either the last four in or last four buys. So this is going to propel them up a little bit. Speaking of UCLA that you were talking about a minute ago, they get me a win here. 61 to 60 against Cal. They were up by 10 the entire fucking game. And then I think it even got up to like 15 and Cal goes on this wild fucking run, takes the lead. But luckily UCLA goes down there and gets a bucket. And I'm telling you right now, it is not inconceivable for the Bruins to make the NCAA tournament. They have won seven of their last eight games. They, they're going to fuck around. Dude, seven of their last oh, eight right, games. Sorry. You're fine. They host Colorado. You can win. That's a winnable game. They might even be favored. I'm going to back them on that. Home against Utah. Utah can't play on the road. USC train wreck at Washington. Washington's nothing. Washington State, probably going to lose that game. You host Arizona. You, if you don't recall, at Arizona, UCLA was up 20 points at one time, end up losing by six. And then they host Arizona State. Oh, yeah, because they, they announced the fucking football players being back in Arizona. Got some magic. No, I remember that game. Yeah, I I was looking at the schedule before you even started ripping it off, and, like, they could really fuck around in the Pac-12 tournament. And, I mean, I don't know. It Like, they, I feel like they would still need to win it to help get in. But, yeah, this, I, we were really down on this UCLA team. It seems like ever since that loss at Arizona, yeah, you've won one, two, three, four. Yeah, ever since you lost at Arizona, you've been on a four-game winning streak. And, yeah, I mean, I, the, I don't know where this is coming from, but do not count out this Bruins team. If they can lose, if they can only drop one game, and that's the Arizona game, maybe upset Wazoo on the road. I know it's a tough task. And then maybe make it to like the final four or the final in the Pac-12 tournament. They might have a shot, but you're probably right. They're probably still going to have to win it. But I'm definitely not going to count them out by any means. Um, this was a complete dud. I don't know if you bet this one. I was all over it. Washington 67, Oregon State 55. I thought Oregon State was going to win the game outright. They were down by like 25, like pretty early. Like, every time I looked at the score, the lead would get bigger. And then there was a point in the second half Oregon State kind of got the shit together and cut it to like 12, 11. But this was never a game. The Wayne Tinkle magic that I thought was going to happen after they upset Arizona is not there. This team's bad. Tough team to figure out. Yeah. Um, I had them in, uh, what was it, a Washington State-UCLA Arizona, Oregon State parlay, all money lines, and obviously Oregon State was the one that killed that. But, yeah, they're a tough team to figure out. I I always, for, for whatever reason, I keep throwing them in parlays, and they just keep killing them. Yeah. I need to learn to stop. It's really a problem. I had them in a money line parlay, and of course, they were the only one that didn't cash. And it was dead. At least it was dead early, and didn't have to worry about it. Like yeah. every once in a while, so, you check in. Like, 
they have a shot? No. Um, Arizona, I ended up betting this one late. Arizona State, 85, Utah 77. They were 12-point dogs that go in to Logan. Or not Logan. Where's Utah? It's Salt Lake. Logan's Utah State, right? Yes. Yeah, and get the outright victory. Uh, um, Utah, that's 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 probably a wrap. You're gonna have to win the Pac-12 tournament. You're just little fool's gold. I did. Like, yeah, yeah, it's. I I I did not see the score until now, and yeah, yeah. Damn Utah. You're riding so fucking high, man. And it's just coming crashing down. Uh, just kind of want to pull up the schedule and see what's left. Uh, at USC, at UCLA, at Colorado. Oh, my God. Those next three games is a rough stretch. Uh, home against Stanford. Home against Cal at Oregon State. At Oregon to end the season. I don't know if there's enough there. No, and they don't have the wins. That's the issue. They don't have the wins. Yeah, exactly. So, what? (laughs) You know, I I shouldn't exactly say that. Because they did beat St. Mary's. They did beat BYU. Washington's, but they don't have the road. No, that St. Mary's game was on the road. So, I mean, maybe they do. It's a team I hope doesn't make the tournament because I don't think they're very good. But... Here's the thing, looking at Lenardi's like last one, just because I had to pull it up because we keep referencing who's in and who's out. He'd had Colorado as first four out. So, I mean, if Colorado's any reference for these teams, um, I think Utah right now is just on the outside looking in like, and it, they really need to do some work, especially Colorado was first four out, and Wazoo was last four in. Yeah, and and I mean that's something we should probably say about all the teams we're talking about when it comes to like getting in and out. There's still time. You take care of business. Yeah, yeah of course yeah, they're yeah. gonna be in. We're just predicting what you're going to do the rest of the way. That's called bracketology. Mm-hmm. We don't think you're going yes. to win these games. But if you went out, mm-hmm. if Oregon State, if Utah wins out, they're in. Like, there's, there's, there's the wins are there. But I don't mm-hmm. know how nobody knows what the committee does in college football, so I guess I shouldn't even ask. But, <laughs> yep. like, if you win a game at a certain time against a team that was rolling, like, let's say they were ranked 10, and they were rolling. Like, is that still considered a good win? Like in basketball, you can beat the number one team in the nation. If they lose twenty five straight games, they drop in the net, and it doesn't matter because that's now a quad mm-hmm. three win, and not a quad one win. So it doesn't really matter. Um, dude, this one was in. Oh my god, this one made my heart so happy. I ended up betting. I, I think I picked this on the show. Um, Stanford was laying two points at home against USC. Are you fucking kidding me? They went 99-68. to 68. They were up 40-14 to 14 at one point. Paige's son, dude, he was like 5-for-5 five five from three at one point. Stanford is a good basketball team. They're not – like, I'm going to love them in the NIT. 
they're not a t- they're not making the NCAA tournament, but they're a good basketball team. And if he can, no, stick they're twelve around, and eleven. They're not making it. No, if they unless they <laughs> but, obviously win the tournament, which like everything goes right, maybe. But it's it, they're a really fun team, and they're not a pushover. The fact that USC they were only laying two points against USC, like USC's got a lot of talent. They're not good at all. No, nope. And then lastly, in the Pac-12, Arizona 99, Colorado 79. SEC. Oh, never mind. For the Pac-12, sorry. Yeah, Arizona 99, Colorado 79. Colorado was a one-point favorite in this game. This was – Arizona was in control the entire way. Tad Boyle, I don't think, is a very good basketball coach. I know he brought Colorado out of the depths of hell and had them competitive and making NCAA tournaments every couple years, but it's going to be tough. I hope to see Colorado in there. I know they're super talented. It sucks that Cody Williams has battled injuries all season long, but like they might have. Like Cody Williams is probably going to be the first collegiate player drafted. Now that might be the eighth pick because there's a lot of fr- French guys and Serbian guys ahead of him, but that sucks. Arizona, I, I here like they're good, but I can't wait to not mm-hmm. to pick a to to pick them not to make the Elite Eight because it's just not going to happen. I know this team. It's not going to happen. I don't know. There's times I feel like this Arizona team's different. But, yeah, I'm still going to be weary about them. But you have a great shooter in Caleb Love. And, okay, at times, he also has the ability to just go cold. But... I don't know. Like you said, for Colorado, this was an opportunity to get a giant win and probably firmly put yourself into the tournament. But yeah, just kind of get your ass handed to you. And down the stretch, like I said, they're going, or we talked about a little bit earlier, they're going to UCLA. I do not expect them to win that game. At USC, you should be fine. Ah, dude, their schedule is actually pretty easy. Then you're home against Utah, home against Cal, home against Stanford. You should win all those games. Then you're at Oregon, which you should, you could easily win. And then you get Oregon's. You're going to Corvallis. You should be able to win that game as well. They'll be around. I think they're they they only. I think they could only lose UCLA and win the rest. Yeah, so do I. I think they'll be fine. I hope to see them in the tournament because I actually do think this team's better than what the record is. And then let's close out with the SEC. I know these games aren't in order, but this is the way I have it pulled up. This was a late, I don't know if I picked it on the show, but this was a late bet for me. I backed the Volunteers minus two at Texas A&M, and uh, this was not a game at all. I picked it late. Fell for it. This this was nine. They ran into the buzz saw. Buzz Williams and the Aggies get a big win. That's probably solidifying their shot. They're in the tournament now. Like Unless they fuck around and lose the rest of their games, they're in. Which they should be. I think they're a good team. I love Wade Taylor. I love Henry Coleman. Former Duke Blue Devil legend. Played two minutes a game when he was in Cameron. But, yeah. Good one for Texas A&M. Tennessee. It, it's, it's, I think Rick Barnes is starting to feel March come towards him. And he's just, like, trying to fight it off. It's like, nope. I don't know. Here's the thing. is like I did not pay attention to this. I kind of... Threw the highlights on really quick to see what exactly happened. And, I mean, Connect got his. He dropped 22, was 6 for 11, 
from three, but then, I mean, everybody else, it was only like two for uh, 18 from three. They only had uh, Ziegler as the only other player with double di- in double digits, but still he shot five of 15 and one of eight from three. I mean, this was kind of a game where like the others around Connect did not help him. And yeah, this was a much needed win for Texas A&M and like Hungry Dog runs faster in this situation. Yeah, and I think they just, I don't know, man. I just worry a little bit about, Tennessee's starting to get me a little bit worried when they go on the road or when they lost to South Carolina at home. But I don't know. Well, it's it's very similar to the Arizona team. I can't pick them to where I think they'll go until we see that draw. That draw is going to mean a lot. Yeah. Here's the thing. Is so I just pulled up Tennessee's schedule. Uh, at Arkansas, home against Mandy, at Mizzou, you get Texas A&M at or Tennessee or Texas A&M. And them's coming to Tennessee, then you're home against Auburn, and then in March, I mean, Jesus, you're at Alabama, at South Carolina, and then home against Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, they should at least... Those three, those last three in March really scare me because, like we said, Rick Barnes in March. Yeah. So is this when they could, like... Like, is this where we start to see the tumble? But I don't know. At the same time, I'm not willing to give up on Tennessee because they still are a very good team. But, yeah, you have teams that really do worry you. Yeah. Like, I I still think they'll be a two or three seed. It's where they're kind of slated right now. But you just never know with Rick Barnes in March. Um, This game here, wow, I didn't bet it. I know you did. I was on the wrong side of it, though. Alabama 109, LSU 92. This line closed at 9. We picked it on the show at 6.5, and and I was still willing to bet LSU. Did not matter. Alabama blows the brakes off of them. Good win for the Tide on the road. It's a spot they're not quite familiar with. Yeah, I mean, this was only a three-point game. Halftime, and then when Alabama's shots are hitting, they're able to go up. They're they're able to put up major points against anybody. What that I can't remember how what how many times it was. I literally told you when we were watching game the games. What was it? Sixth time they've hit a hundred points this season, or something like that. Yeah, it was something crazy. Like it was five or six. Mm, it's a, I mean, when they're hitting shots like this, they're unstoppable. And this is kind of why you still see them at the top of the net ratings, but also at the same time. You allowed 92 to LSU, which, like, LSU's not bad, but this is not a good LSU team. Now, let's get this one out of the way because there's two teams. Alabama and one of these teams have something similar I want to share. Gonzaga goes into Rupp, gets a win, 89-85. I bet Kentucky minus five. I was an idiot. Gonzaga was the more desperate team they needed this win. Mark Few's the better coach. 
I, I was with you. It. We should have. I we should have known. We're dummies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After, after yeah. you look we back, should, well, no, we were on the right side. We just didn't bet it because we both said we need to bet the over. Yeah, we should have cleared with ease. Yeah, but here's the similar statistic: Alabama's floating with it. There has never been a team that is in the top ten in offensive efficiency and 80 or worse in defensive efficiency to win a game in March Madness. Kentucky is currently... Where the fuck is Kentucky? I can't see him on here. Kentucky is, uh, as of right now, fifth in offensive efficiency, 124th in defensive. Alabama is number one in offense, but 76th in defensive. And again, if you're in the top 10 in offensive efficiency, worse than 80 in defensive, they have never won a March Madness game. Ever. And guess what? Yeah, and I'm good. We're going to remember that. I'm and probably going to fade both of them because I don't think they're very good. Yeah. Uh, I hate to say I may have killed Kentucky when I put my future on them. But, yeah, it's... You know, you know, it wasn't good. It you know, wasn't good at all. Kentucky's not going to be able to reach the top 80 defensive. It's just not going to happen in the, in, a, in the time frame. But I guarantee at the end of the season, Alabama's going to be like 79th in defensive efficiency, and we're going to have to make the decision. Is that close mm-hmm. enough to 80 to make it to make the call? But again, it's also going to depend on who they draw. Because again, yeah. when Alabama's offense, like you said, is humming, it's practically unstoppable. South Carolina, yeah. they don't lose. They beat Vandy 75 to 60. This game is a little closer, but Vandy gets it done. Um, this line closed. Sharps came in hard on Vandy because this was 14 the last time I saw it. It closed at 11 and a half. But yeah, Lamont Paris doing a great job. South Carolina can't lose up to 11th in the AP. Great, great season there. Um, let's rip through these last ones here. Arkansas 78, Georgia 75. It would have been on the actually it would have been on the right side. Georgia did cover, but I didn't bet the game. Covered by the hook. And then Oh, I forgot this one. Florida beats Auburn at home 81-65. to Florida's not done. Florida's not a bad basketball team. I'd have to look at the rest of their schedule. They're 6-4 and four in the SEC right now. And what are they? 16-7 and seven overall. And they have some good wins on the schedule. They beat Richmond. They beat uh, Michigan. Their schedule is, their schedule is favorable. Uh Home against LSU at Georgia, home or at Alabama, home against Vandy, home against Mizzou, and then in March at South Carolina, home against Alabama, and at Vandy. I mean, it does suck that you have to play Alabama twice. But you do get them up. And South Carolina at South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, I think if you finish what Ken Palm projects them at, it's 21-10 and 10 and 11-7 and 7 in the SEC. They should be fine. Um, I think it's a good team. It's a good team I like in March. They're fun. I love Walter Clayton, former Iona legend. I will say also, uh, Lenardi had them as the last team of the uh, last bot, or of the bots. So he already had them like lean, like kind of leaning in. I think this firmly got them in. Obviously, oh. you still have to finish out the season, but I think they're they're in a good spot right now. I didn't know that. So, I actually didn't – I must have missed that. I didn't think he even had them on the radar. So, yeah, they're definitely 
Yeah, he has he had them right uh below Ole Miss. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah, they should be fine. I do like this team. This one sucked. I um um circle of trust, didn't pick it on the show, but I did bet it. I took the points in Missouri at home. They lose to Mississippi State seventy five to fifty one. It wasn't even Oh, buddy. I was on the four and a half with Mississippi State. No. Yeah. I was like, if they're going to get one, it's got to be now. And Mississippi State's Also, Mizzou is just not good. Granted, I understand Mississippi State on the road, but no, no. Yeah, here's the remaining schedule. On the road at Ole Miss – at home against Tennessee, so both losses. They're going to Fayetteville to play Arkansas. That's a loss. If it was at home, maybe. At Florida, loss. Oh, no. No. Home it's against, not happening. Home against Auburn. And then at LSU. So all the teams that they might have a shot in are on the road. This is the only spot. Saturday, March 2nd, they host Ole Miss. Maybe. That's the only one. It's not happening. It's not happening. Mizzou sacrificed their uh, basketball team to have a very good football team. It's, yeah, no, it's not happening, buddy. And they've lost 14 of 15. I, it's uh, not good. I really, I hope they give Dennis Gates another year, but this is, you got to win one. I think the retainer job is he might, he might have to win one. But Connor, that basically wraps up the recap of all the games. Um, did you look at anything for tomorrow? Uh, well, so I already bet Illinois, but we were since we were recording, I had to have like all my stats and everything pulled up, so haven't really been able to look uh, too much. Uh. The bets. I don't know. Maybe Virginia minus six and a half home against Pitt. I do like that. I do like that. But man, also I didn't realize Pitt was pretty good. ATS. Well, Virginia is actually better. ATS. Yeah, I think Virginia minus the six and a half. The only other ones that I've already bookmarked and bet were I did take Butler at home. Against Marquette, a little nervous on it. It's just, it's just, it's at Hinkle. The line's already dropped to two and a half. So we'll see there. I bet Providence at the open and minus one at home at the dunk against St. John's. And then, you know what? I was like, you know, if I'm all in and I'm willing to place a future on this team, I'm going to take the Cyclones on the road at Cincinnati. I know Cincinnati's desperate. But I think Iowa State's a better battle. I almost thought about taking Cincinnati because that like Cincinnati needs it more. They do. And I don't blame you for it. I'm just my thing is if I'm all in. I, I haven't bet it, but I was thinking I about don't blame it. you. Uh I I don't I was looking at the like me being the person I am, line seems too high. But I don't really want to back this fucking team, man, because I've ripped them so much. But you can get them at eight and a half. What about Louisville eight and a half at Boston College? I think 
I'm thinking the that money. seems like it's too much. I'm thinking the money line. This team's hot. I don't know if I'm going that far. Two I'm not going. No, not a chance. No, I, do, I will. I would definitely lean the points there. 100. percent Um, I did like the Ohio's the Wisconsin like bounce back spot, but it's it's jumped too much for me. It was eight at the open. I should have bet it if I wanted it then. And there was one more play, and I lost it. Oh, I laid the points with BYU at home against UCF. I know. That's just, like, UCF's better than what we thought, but that's a long trip from Orlando to Provo, Utah. That's a long trip. And they just played the road game, right? Where were they at? Texas Tech. They were in Lubbock. So, I it, I, I guess it depends on what they did. I'm I'm assuming they stayed in Lubbock. or. I mean, that's a long, like, long travel from Orlando to Lubbock. Back to Orlando, and then from Orlando to Provo. They, I'm gonna guess yeah. they stayed in Lubbock or went to Provo, but still, the trip from Lubbock to Provo is probably the same distance from. I mean, we're talking what? Nah, that's West Texas. That's still a pretty decent drive or flight or whatever. <laughs> and BYU's really good at home, man. Like they should have beat Kansas State by a lot more than what they did. So I laid the ten. I, I laid ten, but you can still get a ten and a half out there. And I'm willing to probably lay up to 12 on them. So, yeah, that's really all I have right now. And then I just, it, I look up some games for Wednesday, but I just don't like giving lines out before I know the spread. I just, it's tough. You know, I, Ken Palm can <laughs> say one thing like Kansas is favored tonight on Ken Palm, but Texas Tech's laying three and a half points. Like, I'm not just going to give out shitty information. It's tough until you see the line. Yeah. So, I mean, that's basically all we got. We'll be back Friday. Um, pretty good slate again for Saturday. I think, I mean, this is when, like, shit really gets tight and gets matter- getting matters. I will say, right before we get out, 4 o'clock Saturday, Marquetta, UConn. Oh, God. I think it's at UConn. Let me check really quick. But that, I mean, that's... That's the one. That's the one we – yeah, Marquette at UConn. Um, you, that's, it's a tough place to go into, but Shaka Smart's kind of been feisty with Danny Hurley in the past. So, until then, we'll be back Friday with some picks. We're out of here. Peace.